Recording in progress. And we're back for part three of The Matrix. We're going to try to drive this thing home. Um, so, again, we've just learned, uh, you know, and we, we've heard what the Oracle has to say to Neo. Um, and, you know, he's still trying to digest this along with that cookie. Um, <laughs> so we flash back to the hotel. Uh, we're a very dapper looking mouse in the matrix. He, he's a handsome little dude. Um, he's sitting in a chair in the hotel. Uh, he's admiring a poster of the woman in red <laughs> when he's given the heads up that uh, they're on their way back to the hotel. Um, so tank is monitoring from the Nebuchadnezzar. He's monitoring the matrix on the screens. Uh, he's seeing some strange readings. It's got him confused and concerned. Um, just as he sees this, Neo experiences what he describes as deja vu. It's a cat walks past him, and then the same cat walks past him again. Um, he says deja vu. Everybody f like basically freaks out. Trinity wants him to confirm whether it's the same cat. He's not sure. She explains that typically deja vu, deja vu means that there's a glitch in the matrix because they changed something or something's been changed within the matrix. Um, so everyone realizes that it's all about to go south at this point. Um, we see the phone hard link being cut, which severs their way out. Um, it's at this point we go back to Mouse. He reaches in and grabs two very large uh, automatic shotguns. Um, they, types of those guns exist, but this was built specifically for the movie. Um, and he gets these and starts firing just as a SWAT team busts in the room, but they get the better of him quickly and gun him down. So poor mouse is dead. Uh, we see him twitch in the chair on the ship and spit blood. And, you know, mouse is now gone. Uh, no. no more ch 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 cheese for him. No more no. Ch ch cheese. Nope. Um, so we see more tactical teams arriving uh, as the crew is looking for an exit, but all the paths have been blocked. The windows are bricked up and everything. They changed They changed a lot. So they're stuck in here. Um, they head to a bathroom after Morpheus asked Tank to tell him where the, uh, the interior wet wall is. Um, they break through a wall in the bathroom and they start to escape down the interior wet wall because um, there's enough space they can climb down. As they move down, uh, Morpheus kicks some dust loose onto Cypher, causing Cypher to sneeze, which was probably intentional, yeah. given uh, you know Cypher's need to, to betray everyone. Uh, he sneezes loud enough that uh, the SWAT team, somebody from the SWAT team hears him. Uh, he reveals their presence. They, you know, he, the, the cop screams that they're in the walls. Uh, SWAT opens fire, narrowly missing Neo. Um, Smith runs in. He takes over one of the SWAT members in the bathroom. And he busts through the wall to grab Neo, but Morpheus does exactly what the Oracle said he would do, in that he sacrifices himself to save Neo. He jumps on, um, he jumps on Smith and takes him to the floor, which allows Neo and the rest of the crew to basically slide down this interior wall, um, busting sheetrock and and you know plaster and and clapboard and everything all the way down. Um, it's at this point that we learn, you know, we see the true power of an agent. Um, you know, on full display because, I mean, Smith, he knocks the snot out of Morpheus. Poor Morpheus tries, but he's no match at all. Um, so uh, Smith gets him down, and then he lets SWAT <laughs> jump in and finish the job. 
uh, and they take them into custody. Um, we, so they're, when they're in the basement, there's a quick shootout w- with a SWAT team in the basement through, through a cloud of dust and smoke, but they, you know, they take care of SWAT. Um, we jump to a quick scene outside where Cypher is at a uh, phone booth calling Tank, um, and he asks for the location of a new extraction point. And it's kind of fishy that he's not with the rest of them, but again, we already know what's going on. Um, so uh, Tank directs him um, to the to the extraction point. There's another phone that he needs to get to. Um, right after this, Tank directs the rest of the crew to that same exit phone. Just as Cypher gets in there, and he's extracted and back on the ship. Okay. Um, Cypher then sneaks up behind Tank and he blasts him and then dozer with some kind of energy weapon. It's like the biggest stun gun I've ever seen. Um, it, it electrocutes them. It fries them both, um, which allows Cypher to take over, you know, in the control room or in the extraction room. So we got another clip that's only three minutes and 49 seconds long. <laughs> So roll it. Hello, Trinity. Cypher, where's Tank? You know, for a long time, I thought I was in love with you. I used to dream about you. You're a beautiful woman, Trinity. Too bad things have to turn out this way. You killed them. What? Oh, God. I'm tired, Trinity. I'm tired of this war. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of this ship. Being cold, beating the same goddamn poop every day. But most of all... I'm tired of that jack-off and all of his bullshit. Surprise, asshole. I bet you never saw this coming. Did you? God, I wish I could be there. And they break you. I wish I could walk in just when it happens. So right then, you know it was me. You gave them Morpheus. He lied to us, Trinity. He tricked us. If you would have told us the truth, we would have told you to shove that red pill right up your ass. And it's not true, Cypher. He set us free. Free? You call this free? All I do is what he tells me to do. If I got to choose between that and the Matrix, I choose the Matrix. The Matrix isn't real. I disagree, Trinity. I think the Matrix can be more real than this world. All I do is pull a plug here, but there, you have to watch Apoc die. No! Welcome to the real world, huh, baby? But you're out, Cypher. You can't go back. Oh, no, that's what you think. You're gonna reinsert my body. I go back to sleep, and when I wake up, I won't remember a goddamn thing. By the way, if you have anything terribly important to say to Switch, I suggest you say it now. Oh, no, please don't. Not like this. Not like this. Too late. God damn you, Cypher! Don't hate me, Trinity. 
I'm just a messenger. And right now, I'm gonna prove it to you. Morpheus was right. And there's no way I can pull this plug. I mean, if Neo's the one, then there'd have to be some kind of a miracle to stop me. Right? I mean, how can he be the one if he's dead? You never did answer me before. If you bought into Morpheus' bullshit. Come on. All I want is a little yes or no. Look into his eyes. Those big, pretty eyes. And tell me. Yes or no? Yes. No! I don't believe it. Believe it or not, you piece of shit, you're still gonna burn. Yeah, I know that was a bad fake spit. Um, <laughs> it's also a bad light, laser lightning effect. Yeah, the, that whole thing, that's noticeably bad. Like his his CG body flying into the pipes. Yeah. Yeah. It's noticeably bad. I, there's no question about it. Again, they had to save money on the budget, and this is one of the ways they did it. Um, but that was a killer monologue, I got to say. Yeah, so you come out of this, like, great, great, great monologue, you know, good consequences and good, like, tension built up to that. But that does not detract from that scene one iota. It really doesn't. No, all, what I'm asking you to do, Joe, suspend disbelief for once. The only, the only, the only thing I, w- I would say, and uh, to be a little critical, because here's the thing: as much as I, I love the film, I, I'm not, I'm not a zealot. <clears throat> I, I don't believe in this perfection in every possible way. If there's one thing I would critique on this, is I kind of feel like Trinity is not really. I guess she can't do much, but she's not. A, she's just listening the whole time. Like, yeah. I don't know. It could have just been a little bit more interaction of just a, a few, you know, goddamn you cipher. That's kind of about as, as about as upset as she, as she gets right. yeah, in that scene. Even though Joey Pants's monologue is absolutely yeah. brilliant. Whoever wrote that, or he may have, I'm sure actors help all the time yep. Yep. Uh, and they inject it. But that's my only sort of problem is I wish there just, just a little bit more fight from her in that moment. Instead, it was just kind of her on the phone yeah. And just waiting, you know, waiting for him to say whatever he was going to say. Very helpless. No, I, yeah. I agree with you. I absolutely that, agree. That makes yeah. perfect sense, man. Yep. I, I love, you know, getting a villain in a movie that has a believable motivation is always key. Oh, yeah. And you totally understand where this guy is coming from. You're like, you know what? In his shoes, like, yeah, I, I, I might give in to the temptation right. of living in a fantasy land because, you know, this is a miserable existence for this guy. And, and, it's just beating him down over yeah. years, you know. But he's yep. not like necessarily the villain as much as he's like the person the villain uses. He's like the dumb oh, guy. The right. dumb because sure. every movie has like the dumb guy the villain uses. He and you know who, useful idiots. You know who he reminds me of a lot? I don't know if it's just like a <clears> visual <throat> thing, an acting thing. He reminds me of in the uh, in Ragnarok, uh Carl Urban's character. Like the with the fucking yeah. guns. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Right, not bright, dopey, but necessary. he's kind of dumb and like yeah. he, he's easy to trick into doing the wrong thing and yeah. and he's just right. doing it because he's like kind of lazy and doesn't want to yeah. do his job anymore. Because I, but he, I but, always, but he, yeah, good. I'm sorry, I was gonna say, well, he also, again, going back to Judas, he also represents at one point he was a believer. 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. At one point he was on, he was on board and this is going well. And yes, we're going to find the one, but after, I think he said 14 years or whatever of doing yeah. this, yeah. Uh, which does make me call into question where they all in their, you know, it's been 14 years. Are they, do they age in this real world or have they, you know, were they all 20 yeah. somethings and, or, you know, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. 18, 19 year olds. And they've been looking for Neo since they were, you know, 21. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, but I, I, I just, uh, he has a great motivation. You're right. He's a, he's a great foil. Uh, and he's just a pansy obviously, but yeah. he's also, but you could also sort of understand his point. And it's like, we've been eating slop and I can't train it. I got this hot chick that won't let me, <laughs> won't <laughs> yeah. let me smash. Exactly. And, um, you know, and she, and you know, cause she's probably said, I'm saving myself for the one, yeah. the one I'm going to fall, yep, yep. you know, and he's probably like, Oh God, just, and every guy that comes along, like, okay, that's not the guy. That's not the guy. Come on. I can, yeah. can I get them drawers now? Like, yeah, he's oh, like, doesn't it. Trinity mean three way. <laughs> that's the holy the holy trivia he's like like, i'll let neo come up behind me if that's what it takes it's all the holy trivia but he's he's also an important part of the philosophy of this movie where you know his argument is you're saying this reality is fake what makes this reality any more fake than the real reality that we're living in because the sensations Mm. are the same the experience is the same. I have no memory of the reality I came from. So, uh, you know, and now, it's, and now it's worse because he's eating slop and living in this nasty ship and mm-hmm. they, right. and it's underground versus, Hey, I, I could be in a, on a fake beach drinking a fake Mai Tai <laughs> with a fake girlfriend and under a fake sun and everything uh-huh. else. Yeah, it could be in Tahiti. Right. Yeah. It could be a fake. You yeah. Know, but it, at least it'd be a better existence than, than this, the shithole that we're in. Right. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, so at the end of that, the very end of that clip, uh, we find out that Tank isn't dead. Uh, he gets up and he he takes care of Cypher. <coughs> He's a piece of shit. And wipes him out. Uh, so after that, uh, Tank jumps in, uh, saves the day, and he's able to extract both Neo and Trinity. Um, they're in the ship looking at the Matrix again on the monitors. They find out that Morpheus is being brought to a secure building for interrogation. Um, Smith explains to him that the first matrix was utopian, but it didn't work. So it was redesigned to emulate the peak of civilization, the late 20th century. So like we said, like 99, um, we're back in the ship. Uh, tank explains that they will eventually break Morpheus. Um, just like any computer can be hacked. It just takes time. Uh, they can break Morpheus and get the Zion codes. Um, their only option is to pull the plug and kill him. Um, the agents are worried about this very thing uh, because they know that that the two of them got out. Uh, so they deploy a fleet of sentinels to go find the Nebuchadnezzar. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Um, the crew is standing around Morpheus. They're ready to sever the connection, but Neo stops it. Um, he then shares the Oracle statement that Neo had to make a choice. Um, one lives and one dies. Um, he tells Trinity that she that. He, tell, he then tells Trinity that she also told that he's not the one. She doesn't understand this based on what the Oracle told her, but she still can't express herself. This, this gets a little frustrating, too. Um, too many times she just can't put things into words for him. Um, so that would have given Joe his happiness and shortened the movie by about 15 minutes. Um, and I agree in this case. Like I said, it's uh, not, this movie isn't a length thing. It's not the yeah. story thing. It's It's just doing too much (laughs) right right so 
Neil lays it out that he's you know, what are they was he going to do? He's going to go in and rescue Morpheus. End of story. Um, they tell him he's crazy, but at the same time, Trinity lays it out that she's coming with them and there's nothing he can do because she's the ranking officer. Uh, so they both begin to suit up for the rescue attempt. Uh, we jump back to Smith and Morpheus. Uh, he sits down and shares his belief that humans are not mammals at all, but in fact, viruses, disease, just because of the way they spread and take over everything. Uh, they are a plague that the machines will cure. Um, awesome. Ref- awesome. Awesome reference. That was right. Yeah. <laughs> so incredible. And, like, the, and the whole damn, delivery when, suck. when he rubs his fingers on Morpheus's sweaty head and he mm-hmm. talks about the smell of humans and he jams his fingers up. You know, right in Morpheus. It's so great. It was such a great scene. The short scene that I really appreciated too was, you know, you gave this villain now some depth because, as much as we talked about, like the humans are prisoners in this in this constructed world, you never realized that so is Smith. Like he's a program and he's the jail keeper of this place, and he's been there for who knows how long. Yep. And he's he's you know he's sentient, so he's like I, right. I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, hate this place. Yeah, he represents the, in a way the initial AI that started it all because he he is completely self aware. Yeah. Unlike the other agents who are doing their job as a program, he's become completely self aware. And, and he's and, as much a prisoner as any of the yes, humans. He realizes that. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so. We jump back to Neo and Trinity stocking up on guns, as Neo says, lots of guns. Um, it's really cool. They're in the construct and rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of guns uh, of all shapes and sizes come up and they just start grabbing them all. Um, Once again, just like this movie, though, way too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, but, you, but you never forget that visual of them standing in the construct and then just... <laughs> literally like yes obviously yeah. uh, like a a, a a costco of of <laughs> shelves of of guns just come streaming and screaming exactly. at the screen at you so that the, the camera angle i mean it's it's very reminiscent of the jump program right where everything just sort of yeah comes right at your face yep. um but yeah you, you, no, no matter it's yeah too many guns comically too many guns but one of the most impressive and it's a visual that doesn't even need any sound and you're still blown away by it. Look, let's put, wait like, a minute. I live in Florida and I'm saying there's too many guns. I was just going to say like, <laughs> is, is, is too many guns, even a phrase that's allowed to be uttered in Florida. Yeah. It's American right that. there. It's America. Right. Look at all the guns. We're the gunshine state. The gunshine state. That's so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Uh, so we're back in the, we're back in the building. Smith orders the other agents to leave them alone with Morpheus. Uh, they're a little hesitant, but they do it. Um, he then shares to with Morpheus that exactly what we just talked about, that he hates the Matrix and wants out. He's done with it. He And he believes that by destroying Zion, he'll get that relief. Uh, so he needs those codes. Um, so Neo and Trinity begin their assault on the building. They enter on the ground floor. <laughs> they go through the metal detectors. And, of course, the metal detectors go off and the security guard asks if he's got anything metal and Neo just opens up his coat. And of course there's all the guns. Um, this is one of the greatest action sequences ever created. I think it's in the top 20 of best action scenes ever. Uh, so it, it's amazing. There's not even really any way to describe it. They basically chew up the entire um, lobby of this building. Yep. Um, this is the scene and, I was talking about earlier. That's actually yeah. the good, the best scene of this movie. 
Oh, I, I, I'm not, and I agree with you. And again, it's one of the best action sequences that's ever been put together. Um, there's the walking on walls and the backflips and the spins, and they just pick off these these uh, security forces one by one. Uh, and in turn, you know, wreck the entire lobby. And it's a there's a great moment when it's all done, when the camera pans out to get the full scope of things. There's a big chunk of of concrete or tile that falls off one of the pillars and crashes. That was not intentional. <laughs> another, but it, another, it, another great sight gag, though. It's, right? it's one exactly. of those. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it happened by coincidence, and they all were probably cheering in the background, like, yes, we'll, we're keeping this in. Um, they head to the elevators, uh, and the other agents enter the room again to see that Smith has disconnected himself. Uh, his, his earplug is out, so he's not aware of what just happened. Um, and they're very surprised by this, but they fill him in on what's going on. Uh, Trinity and Neo are in the elevator now, and they arm Trio is carrying... A Trinity is carrying a. Um, see, that's when they get married. They're going to be called Trio. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm just saying, like Brangelina. I trio. see. I see what you did there. Right. Exactly. I made a bad <laughs> yeah. joke. That's what I did there. Um, <laughs> Trinity arms a very large explosive device uh, that she's got in the bag. Uh, after she does this, they climb on top of the elevator. Um, Neo attaches a clamp to one of the cables. Uh, where he, you know, he looks up and he whispers, there is no spoon. Uh, again, trying to convince himself or trying to, you know, basically relearn his idea of what's real and what's not and what's what's possible. Uh, Trinity grabs onto him. He shoots the connector, the cable connector on the elevator. Um, the elevator plummets down and they go up to the roof. Um, when the uh, elevator hits the bottom, the bomb detonates and you know, shakes the entire building. It's a pretty cool sequence, slow motion. It starts off slow motion with the elevator door coming at you and flames. And then it, at the end, it speeds up. So it's almost like a jump scare or attempted jump scare as it, as it comes right at the camera. And when you're watching it at 1.5 times speed. Yeah. <laughs> you bet. completely miss I'll out of that. Yeah. Um, this is also one of, the, one of the great sight gags, maybe the best one in the movie. Yeah. Uh, they they we flash back up to the room where the three agents are looking at each other being drenched by the sprinkler system that's gone off and they're just staring at each other because yeah they're programs they don't care if they're wet so they're just staring at each other but it's a great like just like three stooges type gag i absolutely loved it it was it was really and the thing too when <clears throat> when the two agents come into the room uh you know, they look at him like, what, what were you doing? Yes. And it, it really does show the difference between the Smith and, you know, thing one and thing two, right. right where, right. where Smith has, is apparently almost taken that villain, but almost human yes. type of yeah. re response. And the, and the thing one and thing two agents, they're still just like, yep. we shall do this. We shall do that. Exactly. Okay. Let's do, mm -hmm. they're still kind of in this more robotic and, and Smith is just way, way more yeah. invested in what's, what's going on. And he's like rejecting his, you know, typical programming, like yes. the other, the other two agents. So it really shows a big difference in the, the dynamics between Smith and the other two, agents. just in that, in that one scene, even though he always looked like he was in control, this was also the first time too, where he's like squeezing, you know, Morpheus's head and he's, He's getting yeah. all flustered yes. and everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. He's no, evolved absolutely. into this like emotional response. Which, yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he's gotten emotional. The other two are still robots. And this yeah. guy is actually yeah. taking on, 
human traits, but I guess that's the problem. Like he realizes that he's been around humans so much that he's like, he says he feels saturated by right. our, our stink and, and, yeah. and the other two agents apparently don't care as much, I guess, or no, they're still ones and zeros when it comes yeah. down to it. That's all they are. And, yeah. and, and he's not, he's transcended that. Uh, so they're standing in this shower and, uh, he looks at the other two agents and just says, find them and destroy them. Um, it's kind of a half corny line, but it works. I mean, it works destroy in the context of, of, of Agent Smith. So um, so Neo and Trinity are up on the roof. They're battling more troops. Um, the agent, One of the agents picks up on this and takes over the body of a helicopter pilot who's calling for help. Um, he jumps out of the helicopter, and just as the rest of the troops have been dispatched, he joins the fight. Um Neo sees him. They both see him. Uh, Neo turns and fires. He empties his gun, uh, but to no avail because, you know, the agent does exactly what everyone's described to Neo and then he dodges every bullet, um, every round. So uh, the agent fires back at Neo and he does almost the same thing. <laughs> the money shot. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, so he, he bends backwards in slow motion there and the bullets whiz past him and uh you know he gets a couple of couple of grazes but he dodges the bullets um and i read that that scene what happened in that scene was used in the next three years was using was ripped not ripped off but you know used in 20 different movies yeah. ranging from comedies to other sci-fi to other action movies and yep. everything well the shows did it as well yep Exactly. That exactly. rig that they constructed for that. They used it there and they used it in the beginning of the film where she does that kick. Yeah. She kind of hangs yeah. in the mm -hmm. air. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, and it was like this 360 camera rig where literally it was like taking still shots from, you know, yeah. 360 degree angles around the actor and right. compiling them digitally like that. Made a GIF. Um, yeah. Yeah, was, exactly. It, it, yeah. The first GIF, it was like, pretty groundbreaking visually and, and yeah you yeah. saw that pop up even parodied that uh in a shrek movie i believe <laughs> i think so it was also yeah, in I, the was it kung pao the oh yeah the yes, kung of the pao iron of the fist yeah that movie is on the list oh and also uh uh oh gosh yeah kung pao but the other one where the the soccer one shaolin Sha 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 soccer shaolin soccer yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it course, like he it was in like he the puts scary his leg movie. back and he kicks it yeah scary movie did it yeah, yeah. scary movie yeah yeah it was it was one of those things where every everybody did it at some point exactly yeah yeah and it, it just it demonstrates the impact that this movie had for all its flaws it just demonstrated the impact that it had uh back then so neo does dodge these bullets mostly uh but he does fall down um the agent moves in to finish the job uh except uh you know it's a great line um trinity walks up and puts the gun right to his temple and says dodge this and he blows she blows the agent away obviously he's he he can respawn but he is gone from that moment and they're they're you know temporarily safe um all right which is a slight, slight uh, continuity flaw there, because when she puts the gun up to him, it's initially on his cheek. And then when she yeah. actually makes the shot, he's facing her, right. you know, squarely facing her. And then she, she shoots him actually in the in the head right between right, the eyes. He goes back. Yeah. Right. So when he goes back, he turns back into the, the, the helicopter pilot right. and he has a big, you know, bullet hole in his in his head. So his just, forehead, just yeah. teeny, tiny, small yeah. continuity yeah. problem. I, I think that they 
they definitely didn't focus on continuity in this movie because there are a lot of I mean, even going back to the first to, to the dojo scene when they square off, uh, Morpheus is looking at Neo when he raises his hands and he he's he's his weight is on his right foot when his left foot is up and his knee is mm. bent. When they go to the side shot, it's the other way around. Mm. His mm. right leg is up and his weight is on his left leg. It's just like I don't think they cared. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, um, but they but they also the, the budget wasn't really as big. I remember them yes. talking about how they were the, the trailers didn't have like coffee makers. Like it yep. it was kind of like a uh it was really like a, a a rags to riches you know from the like first independent movie to independent the independent movie exactly yeah. right. So yeah. they, they didn't have the best best catering and a lot of stuff was done on the cheap. Uh, yeah. And they were probably coming up with ideas as they were doing the movie. So yeah, um, yeah it's it's one of those small things where. And plus, it's the 90s, you know, it right. can only be so perfect. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, so after after uh, Trinity dispatches with the agent, she, you know, she questions Neo as to how he did that. Um, she's never seen anybody move that fast. And she says straight out, you move like them. Um, Neo spots the empty chopper in the background and get to very, the chopper. Yeah, exactly. Uh, very Stop coolly, off. Trinity hits up tank and he uploads uh, flight training for that particular chopper into her head. So in like five seconds, she knows how to fly it. Uh, so they we jump back to the to the room and the, the agents. Are, so the other agents already back. OK, he's he's remanifested within the shower room, the sprinkler room. Um, they're all standing there just as uh, Trinity lowers. The, you know, she flies the copter down to that floor and uh, uh, Neo opens up with a minigun. Um, he's like a stormtrooper and that he doesn't hit anything. It's fucking amazing <laughs> how he doesn't hit a damn thing. Yeah. OK, because Morpheus should have been. I know. Dead. I'm like, why is he shooting in the room? Morpheus is in. Right. Yeah, that and, was weird. You know, he he eventually kind of takes out the two, you know, side agents and then he. In slow motion, he does hit Smith and mm-hmm. drives him back. It, but it's just, I don't know, it's just a weird scene. Um, this does give uh, Morpheus the opportunity. Um, you know, Neo screams at him to come on. Uh, Morpheus breaks his chains, um, gets up, and he starts running towards the broken window uh, to the chopper. Um, just as he's right at the edge and ready to jump, uh, he's hit by a round in his leg which causes him to stumble. So he's now he's falling out of that window. Uh, Neo saves the day by diving out. He's got the basically bungee slash, you know, rope around his waist, clipped to his waist. He dives out and uh, bear hugs uh, Morpheus, saving him. Uh, Morpheus sort of slips down. So they're doing that hand to hand carrying thing. Uh, Trinity manages to pull up, uh, you know, in the helicopter but uh, Smith gets off a couple of shots that looks like they hit the hydraulics, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, you know, warnings flash in the, in the cockpit. So, you know, the, the helicopter is mortally wounded. Uh, Trinity manages to fly him to another building where uh, Morpheus and Neo drop to the roof. Um, but the chopper's engines finally fail. Um, Neo, again, demonstrating more that he's becoming the one um, he has that rope still on him. So he wraps it around his arm and he uh, braces himself against the edge of the, the building, the edge of the roof there. Um, and as the chopper is falling, Trinity smartly runs to the, where that rope is attached. She disconnects it and attaches to herself. So uh, Neo saves her. Um, and the chopper crashes into a building 
more I, I think these these effects are very cool um when it I hits mean, dude that that yeah. stunt work in that helicopter sequence freaked right? me out because yeah. it's real and you know yeah. and i'm afraid of heights so they do that thing <laughs> yes. where they harness these guys and they run the cable through their sleeves so it looks yes. like you know I, exactly i can't I, know. I can't look at that stuff no. man it just it does something to my insides I'm like yeah Fuck. eric is <laughs> but, the same way she has a fear of heights and that like that kind of stuff freaks her out so oof. i get it um yeah i think i read that um they didn't get a permit to do that scene. No, of course not. <laughs> um, and they pissed off a lot of people in Sydney, and it actually caused uh, Australia and Sydney to to enact new laws to make sure that kind of shit really didn't happen unless there's permits and everything like that. So, um, wow, yeah. No, it's, so, it's 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 a beautiful. Yeah. I think one of the the things I really love about that is. When you look at that image, the the you know besides the bending glass, the rippling, which was really yeah. cool. Yeah. When the thing does, when the helicopter eventually blows up, um, Trinity's coming. You know, she's coming towards the frame, towards the camera, yeah. and when she cracks into the, the glass, it's like you don't even realize that you're looking. You're in the other building, right. seeing her. So then all of a sudden, the whole screen, yeah. you know, cracks. You're like, what yep. the hell just happened? Like, okay, we got the explosion in the background behind her which yeah. was framed beautifully and you know the explosions are slow-mo and quick it's kind of the speed you know they're doing they're playing with different uh, levels of um of the speed of the camera of the shot and then all of a sudden the whole you know screen cracks in front of your face you go well right what, what, what just happened and like oh wow i was i'm in the building yes. uh, across from the other building that was exactly. just a exactly. great great shot love yeah. that and apparently the, the the building that the building on the floor that the helicopter crash into is the warner brothers <laughs> executive offices that's in funny oh, and it was sort of like a dig at the studio you know like all right you don't like you don't like what we're doing we're going to crash a helicopter in your office that's pretty cool uh, so yeah that's that was definitely a, a good dig well at the, um, at, the, at the beginning of the i watched a little bit of the commentary with the cast and crew and john getta the the effects uh manager or whatever he talks about how they wanted to apply the matrix look to the warner brothers logo and the village roadshow logo yeah and he said it was like you know kind of we want to show that they are part of the system and part of the problem and you know <laughs> oh, we're, we're we're kind of you know trying to take down the man and I, yeah. all i thought was like that's cute but i'm pretty sure you cash that check so let's yeah. let's not let's not get let's <laughs> exactly. not get too too yeah. you know like preachy here like that's right warner brothers you take it um <laughs> by the way uh, is, is did that check clear because i got my direct yeah. deposit yeah. and <laughs> like, yeah come on yep. bro oh i get it come on uh, all right so we're gonna roll into a clip there's only a couple left we're almost home folks Do you believe it now, Trinity? Morpheus. The Oracle. She told me She I'm told you exactly what you needed to hear. That's all. Neo, sooner or later you're going to realize, just as I did, there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. Yeah. So definitely another deep existential philosophical you know bomb drop there um it's simple but it's the truth um you know and people can apply that to their everyday lives i wish i could <laughs> <laughs>
So, uh, yeah, this is where, you know, every, everybody's idea that he is the one starts, you know, coming to fruition. Everyone except Neo, he still doesn't believe it. Um, so Morpheus calls in the tank. Tank is obviously very happy to hear from him. He sends the trio to a nearby subway station for extraction. Um, at this point, uh, the agents have the ship located and they send in the Sentinels uh, to take care of business. Um, we're at the subway station. Uh, Morpheus is the first to exit via this phone booth there. In the corner, we see a homeless guy who sees this happen. Um, and of course, because he's on the Matrix, Smith can see this happen too. So he transforms into, you know, Smith. And uh, as Trinity gets in the booth and prepares for extraction, Smith fires his gun and uh, he destroys the receiver just as Trinity is brought back to the ship. Um, this, of course, leaves. Uh, Neo with no escape at that location. Um, I, I forgot before she did. Trinity once again tries to explain what the Oracle told her, but she still can't do it. And I'm yelling at the screen. It's like, spill the tea, girl. Please just fucking get it out. Okay, come on. Well, she, but she, she did say the Oracle predicted everything ex yes. up except for this. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. But all right, yeah. So we now get to our one-on-one -on -one showdown. Um, everything that we've learned in this movie and that the characters have learned is that when you see an agent, you run. Even Trinity and Morpheus on the ship are just whispering, you know, willing Neo to run. But he doesn't. He turns around and he faces Smith. And, you know, this is a, it's a great little exchange. Trinity's like, what's he doing? And... Morpheus's response is he's beginning to believe um, and he is he's not there yet but he's almost there um, the fight starts with guns each one drawing their 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 pistols um, but they're both too fast so they cannot hit each other um, they're running they're basically flying towards each other firing um, they land on the ground and they're both empty <laughs> and so you're empty and Smith says and you know Neo says so are you um then they dive right into the martial arts. Um, Neo, he's holding his own, but Smith is still getting the better of him. Um, so after getting knocked down, uh, you know, he's basically pushed across the floor. He's closer to the exit, but he still doesn't run. He turns around. He's very pissed off. And he uses the come here motion to Smith. Mm -hmm. um, they begin the fight again. There's a lot of action, but again, Smith, is starting to knock the snot out of him. He's he's really taking a beating. Um, in the ship, Neo, you know, the, the jacked in Neo is spitting up some blood. Uh, the, obviously, they're worried. Um, so Smith grabs Neo, throws him on the train tracks, and we hear a train coming down, you know, a subway train coming down. Uh, he, he jumps down on the tracks and, uh, and holds Neo's head up. Uh, basically, you know, he wants Neo to see what he says is the inevitable. Um, you know, he whispers in his ear almost, you know, you hear that? It's the sound of your death. Goodbye, Mr. Anderson. And this is where Neo, you know, he's still almost there. He just says, my name is Neo. He jumps up. They both hit the ceiling, land back on the tracks. But as the train comes into the station, Neo is able to backflip onto the uh, platform just in time where Smith gets run over by uh, the little, you know, evidently gets run over by the train. Um, 
the train screeches to a halt in the station. And as Neo is exiting, he turns around to see Smith getting out of the car. When, of course, we knew that this was the case. Um, the crew then get a notification on the ship that the Sentinels are five minutes out. So they start prepping the EMP. Um, Neo's on the run. He's getting directions to the extraction point. Uh, he grabs a guy. Well, he grabs a guy's cell phone so he can get instructions on the extraction point. Um, this helps him, but it also alerts the agents uh, to his location. So they're in pursuit. Uh, tank guides Neo to the exit, uh, towards the exit, uh, with the agents chasing close behind. Um, they keep tape. It's cool because they keep taking over people in order to stay with him. He runs to an apartment with two old ladies. One of them's holding a knife in the kitchen. And, you know, as he's exiting, the knife sticks into the wall and we turn to see an agent holding the knife. I think it's Smith holding, you know, standing there. He just threw the knife, but he missed. Um, Those quick cuts are so well. Right. Done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, so yeah, we see the Sentinels arrive. They start their attack. So they're basically dismantling. They're starting to dismantle the ship. Um, so Neil manages to make it to the heart of the city hotel which is what we saw in the opening scene that's where trinity uh was uh at the at the start of the movie um he enters the building as we see the sentinels continue the destruction of the ship <laughs> it's funny at one point he's running down a hall and and tank tells tells him tells him on your left and he goes to the right and he goes your other left <laughs> so that is also sort of a sight gaggy thing that was pretty funny it, it it broke the tension for a microsecond you know um, Neo opens the door to room 303, which is the room that Trinity was in at the beginning of the movie. Uh, but as he goes in, things slow down and Smith is waiting for him. Um, without even flinching, Smith fires a shot. We hear the gun go off. Neo looks down and he's got a hole in his chest. Um, then Smith fires another shot, which sends Neo into the hall. Um, Neo doesn't give up, however. He's leaning against the wall. He's ready to go for more. But Smith just empties the, the whole clip into Neo, and uh, he's dead. Um, he, he crumples to the floor on the ship. He flatlines. Uh, Trinity and Morpheus both watch in disbelief. Um, the agents check for a pulse. Um, as Smith says, again, goodbye, Mr. Anderson. Um, we're going to play. This is the final clip. No, it's not. <laughs> There's two clips left. Um, there's a lot of not talking in this, so we'll review it afterwards. You can't be dead. 
All right, so Agent Smith's death there is straight up uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream yes. Warriors. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, obviously yeah. it was, I want to be your sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you even see a CG face fly right at the camera. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking? No, go ahead, Mark. What? I was going to say, I still love that the, the other two agents think one and think two are, they, they still have like no emotion on their face. No. They're just kind of like, they just, oh. It blew up. Okay, I got one. Yeah. One sort of shields his face, like, "Oh my gosh, yes. I'm about to get Agent Smith all over me." But they, they're still so stoic, and even yes. when they look at each other, which is another side gag, another kind of like, right. you know, all, yeah. all, you're, all, all I'm waiting for now is for like a little, the that little that little sound of blue, 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 yeah. you know, like, as their exactly. as their legs run, they, yeah, they run exactly. both ways. A smoke exactly. trail comes behind them. Right, that's yeah. the only thing missing from that scene is, uh, and then they just you know they run off. Yeah. Uh, so, Joe, I got a quick question for you. All right. If the Wachowskis pulled a, a Lucas and updated the CG, just like Lucas did with the Star Wars movies, would it make it better for you? Possibly. Okay. Uh, no, I understand. I understand. It'll never happen. No, they are certainly done with this. But I, I, I think it could be a, a remake type thing. We're like, like, a yeah. Not a, like a or, reboot. Like a reboot, yeah. If they rebooted yeah. it, I, I could see that also. Yeah. Um, you know, with more modern technology right. and then more modern thought processes yeah, of how clean the up, internet works. Clean clean up the script. I no, I get yeah. it. And I, I would I would be into it if they did it right. But anyway, I, think I just wanted to the, ask that. The framework and skeleton of this are good. Yeah. Um I'll save it for the review. Like okay. I have a good analogy. Right, They'd cool. have to get rid of the Rage Against the Machine at the end and do Huey Lewis Power of Love. <laughs> you know I love I mean? the Rage Against like, the Machine uh, no, at the end. Or Celine Dion Power of Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There Either you one go. of those. Yeah. yeah. Also, Morpheus can be played by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> All right. Yep. And he Tank. Was actually not, he was up for that part. You know who I want, oh, shit, who, who I want to yeah, be Tank? The list of people that were, they wanted to get. Yeah. Sean Red Connery. King, so many Val people Kilmer, turned down Sean this movie. Sean Connery is the architect. Um, they wanted to. They had the list was endless before they. Will Smith on turned on the role of Neo to play Wild Wild West. Yeah, yeah. he did. Ooh, Thank yeah. God for that. Honestly, oh, exactly. Right. I love I Wild Wild West. But anyway, so um, the yeah. other recasting like character, that character of Tank, I would love it if Luis Guzman played him. Oh come on! Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I would just love it so much. Like he'd be so. Mind? No, he'd be so good. <laughs> Dude, he lives one town over from from my son Tim and his wife. Nice. Yeah. He also um, went to Greendale Community College. Yes, he did. He <laughs> did. So just a quick recap for those listening at home. Um, that scene, again, like I said, it, it didn't have a lot of dialogue, but um, the, the agents open fire. All three agents open fire. And Neo, he just says no, puts his hands up and stops all the bullets. So we go back to Morpheus saying you won't have to dodge bullets. Um, we see through his eyes, he's seeing the Matrix within the Matrix. So he is truly transcended. Yeah. Um, he, Which makes me wonder, if it's all lines of code and everything, why does it like bulge out? Code doesn't bulge like that. It would just break the code. Well, because it's AI, and they have to make it as realistic as possible for the average dumb person. That wouldn't be realistic. You just see pieces of code break off. Like if right. like the helicopter hit it, and then like the building like disintegrated into lines of code, and then came back together. That would be way cooler We're, than the stupid weird bubble effect. We're, we're looking for realism here. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're in a 
construct a fucking binary code if something hit something and crashed into something instead of it like just bulging weirdly it would just if, if it broke down like broke back into the lines of code then came right. back together reformed well, this world it wouldn't do that it does exactly what it did because that's this world i know but not and 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 if you really if you really think about it, if you think of it as little bits of piece of information uh it's it's similar to the same way if you see when you see uh the uh i think i think it's a, it's a yeah, windows 10 i believe you know just the the uh the dot pattern right it looks like it's going in a circle but it's actually just off on off on at just the right, right. times yeah. right so it's there's not actually spinning balls it's really just a, it's just one uh those those dots appearing at just the right time to tell you right. this is making a circle so you could technically kind of do the same thing and just say okay well it's not really bulging or bubbling out it's really just you know, ones and zeros that are kind of going off and on at, at just the right. I, I just, just think you know, that's, right that's so like it. the one effect that pisses me off more than everything in this fucking movie. I hate it. It's so fucking <laughs> stupid looking. It doesn't What's look that? good. But at I, all. I, I, you guys are I, getting I, too philosophical. I know, about right? This was this was just a case of like, hey man, what can we do? <laughs> Illustrate that he's taken over. I'll, I'll get to this. Doing. I'll get to my analogy when I get to the the rating for it. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So he sees the Matrix with, within the Matrix. Um, he very easily, Smith attacks him. He very easily beats him very casually. He's like casual Jesus at this point. He's been resurrected, and he's just hanging out. Hey, guy, you want to fight? Okay. He fights him one-handed and wrecks him. He then ends up diving inside Smith and destroys him from the inside. Um, the two other agents see this. They look at each other comically, and then they each run in a different direction. Um, we're back in the ship. Um, the Sentinels are inside now. And so they have to fire the EMP, but they do this just as Neo is extracted. Uh, Neo gets up and he and Trinity finally kiss. And we got the last clip we're going to run and then we can wrap this baby up. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Song. So that's yeah. the yeah, great I love ending. That baseline. 
Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. So at the end, after Neo gives this uh, this soliloquy or this monologue to, uh, you know, the, the AI, he gets out of the fumbles and he flies up into the sky. He is now a superhero. He's full blown. Jesus he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Um, and that's the Matrix. We made it through. One Woo-hoo. last tradition here. I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Why are you not entertained? <laughs> All righty. So it's review time. So Mark, just to to, to fill you in, uh, we rate our movies from zero to five. Uh, you can use decimal points. So hmm. you know you can rate it however you want. Uh, if you want to give us a little explanation and then let us know uh, what you think. I mean, you know, there's. I feel like every every movie uh, there's you can always point out a flaw or or something like that. So, you know, whether if you rate something five, it doesn't mean it's perfect, right? It doesn't mean that there aren't right. problems with it. Um, but I, I'm I'm going to give it a five because I just think Ooh. it's one of those wow. movies that is is pivotal in all of cinema. And it uh, we, we talked about it during the during the film. There are iconic. Um, uh, scenes and special effects and do every does every single one of them hold up today no but i mean i also feel like maybe should we go back and maybe uh maybe repaint the mona lisa you know while we're at it right i mean there, there has to be an imperfection there somewhere so let's let's find it and let's let's get let's make a new one um i'm sure michelangelo's david maybe you know maybe his balls are off by one inch or something like that so <laughs> there, tiny there, dick. There, there has there has to be there has to be a flaw in Michelangelo's David, you know, maybe the base of it, like his toe doesn't quite, is not quite as round as it needs to be. So, and yet, you know, we look at certain masterpieces and we, we, we see them for the good. We appreciate them for the good. We don't lambast every little nitpick and everything else. Not that, uh, again, it doesn't mean you can't have nitpicks in, but it doesn't mean it can't be a perfect movie otherwise because of all the good that it does. And, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess that was probably going in the fact that I wanted to t- <laughs> to talk about this movie that I would give it like I would give it a, a three point seven. Like no, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a perfect go. score. We, you, we but, gotta you gotta you have to counterbalance Joe's upcoming score. So that's, that's exactly true. Right? Yeah, that's, that, true. that's the other thing too. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, nice I'll, I'll, we know something's coming. So I'll give it a five point five then <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, try yeah. to try to try to tip, yeah. tip the scales. In the famous a bit words here. of T'Challa, we don't do that here. <laughs> well i'm do just we, gonna i'm just gonna make sure i rate it higher than uh than jurassic park that's all no <laughs> i'm teasing I'm, I'm just gonna say like 
Yeah. The difference is the David and Mona Lisa are masterpieces. This was never a masterpiece to start with. So like that analogy for me doesn't work. And if I could redo the Mona Lisa, I would do one thing. Big ass titties. <laughs> Just saying. That sums it all up, folks. So, uh. I'm a booty man myself. <laughs> well, so am I, but I just have dropped That's a Danny true. McBride. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, my analogy to this is: Have you ever been to one of those pizza places like Blaze or One Thousand Degrees Fahrenheit or Modeci, where you basically like walk up to a counter and it's like a subway for pizza, and like you, you they give you your crust and then you can like tell them I want this sauce or I want this toppings and this and that. And, like they build the pizza for you and they could in a little brick fire oven. You guys ever been uh, to those places? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the one thing that always happens? Um, I don't know. You get there and you're like, fuck, well, I want that cheese. I'm going to get some goat cheese. Let me get some mozzarella cheese. Let me get some Parmesan cheese. Let me get some meatballs, bacon, uh, sausage, green peppers. What, you got two types of beef? Okay, I'll take the beef. I'll take the meatballs. I'll take the the onions. I'll take the arugula. I'll take the spinach. I'll take. By the fucking time you're done with it, you put so much shit on this pizza that it's inedible. And that's the fucking problem with this movie. There's no such thing as an edible pizza. That yes, there is. No. Apparently, you've never no, fucking been to the middle school I went to. Well, it's your own <laughs> fault. It ain't the pizza's fault. It's your fault. The yeah, that's what I'm saying. With this movie, right. they could have had a fucking great pie, but they went overboard by putting too much shit on it, and then at the end of the day, it's just not fucking digestible. You're just like. Why did I do this? Like, this would have been fine if I put some pepperoni and some meatballs and some feta, maybe some mushrooms, and then I'd have been fucking good. But no, I had to fucking get greedy and fill the whole fucking Subway counter full of toppings on this pizza. And now I ended up with something that could have been good, but really isn't. All right. So that said, what's your rating, sir? I'm still going to give it because, like I said earlier, it has a great structure with which upon to build and the yeah. problem isn't the story the problem isn't a lot of the practical effects the problem isn't the camera making the problem isn't the majority of the acting the problem lies in giving me too much shit i didn't need and okay. for that i'll go probably like a 3.2 all right that's respectable yeah. oh, it's not <clears throat> I'm, I'm just gonna leave it alone <laughs> well, i mean it, i could have went way worse I know you. That, could that, that's why. That's why I said it's for, I, he, for, for, based on what he point. just said. Good point, Mark. Good point. <laughs> no, I think I think that's a fair score. You I know, do. Given your, I do. So yeah, for sure. I agree yeah. with you. I respect that score. Uh, what do you got, Eric? Uh, I'm gonna, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm I'm a genre movie guy. I love genre movies. This was a treat for me because it did a lot of genres really well. Whereas, like Joe, your complaint with it was that it was trying to do too much. I I wasn't mad at any of those. You know it's not like it tried to do Kung Fu and failed like the Kung Fu stuff in this movie was really well done. Um, the body horror stuff in this movie was really well done. The new, uh, you know, even, even the like spy tensiony kind of stuff that happened early in this movie was really well done. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. I enjoyed it. I had a couple of nitpicks with it. I had a couple of problems with it. Mm -hmm. Um, some of it was just pacing um you know some of it was was the cg you know the things that kind of like stick out like a sore thumb in comparison to other things and that's budget you know that's right. limitations of the technology at the time it, all of that stuff is understandable so i don't begrudge it for that i just kind of like uh you know i could i could do without like you said the 
the bouncing into the concrete uh, i felt like i was watching the mask you know what i mean exactly. like it's just right um but it doesn't hurt me as much as i think it hurt your you know interpretation of of the film as a whole so all that said i would give this movie a solid 4.0 um okay. out of five because you know to your point it did so much for filmmaking and and you know pushing some of the boundaries forward of, of technology and and uh, camera work and all of that so yeah 4.0 high score enjoyed it absolutely all right so this movie obviously meant a lot to me because as soon as mark suggested it i said why haven't i done this we haven't done this movie um it was it was important to me when i saw it that said it sort of falls in the batman 1989 category in that it doesn't hold up as well like i was able to watch it this time and see the flaws that you guys have talked about um and and you know it definitely brings it back down to earth for me um so that said to me it's a better movie than batman 1989 so i i've got to put this at a 4.1 okay um, I can't go higher than that because it's not even it, it, for now for me, it's not even in that that rarefied air anymore. It was. And again, I agree with you, Joe. I, I, the idea behind it is still I, up there. I, I could have made a better analogy, too. It's like going to the buffet and it's like, OK, I'll take macaroni and cheese. I'll take fucking turkey. I'll take right. a steak. I'll take a hamburger like the shit just uh -huh. doesn't go together. Like right. pick a lane and just make it really fucking good. Like yeah. I don't need a restaurant. That serves me Italian food, Mexican food, Chinese food. Just give me one fucking thing and right. do it good. <laughs> you want you want a buffet that lets you go up and pick the worst shit on in the buffet. Yes. But then they come to you and say, or we can have 12 guys come around with meat that will cut off right that, and that, put it right on your table, right? That, that's amazing. Yep. That was an experience and we had in Florida. I also got a, a month ago. I gotta justify yeah. all of my scores. My scores, I know everyone rates differently. Like, everyone has yeah. their own system no, of, of rating. My scores are based upon, will I give my time to this? Because right. mine isn't based upon, like, anything that has to do with necessarily filmmaking or anything. It's like, I of have course. a limited amount of time. What's my rating of where this would fall on, will I give it my time? Yep. <laughs> and I, obviously, I, for the fact that I've only seen this twice in however long it's been out for, it <laughs> does not give very much of my time. Right. No, I, it, that makes sense. That makes absolute sense. So, whereas I, um, I probably, I probably watched the movie. I mean, yeah, probably uh, seven, eight. Nine, I mean, over over right. the over the course of from ninety nine, or at least when it became available on home video, and then, um, but I'm also a the Matrix only kind of person. <laughs> yeah, right. and uh, well, if we yeah. were talking about the sequels, then I, I, I'd, I'd be kind of on on Joe's wavelength, more like, oh, this yeah. is all garbage. Yeah. Execution was terrible. You know, every like almost everything about it. I mean, there's some yeah. good points here and there. Right. By the time we get to the third one, I just assume fold socks. Yeah. You know, I but let's I put can, it this way: for yeah. for my only perfect score, I've seen Idiocracy over a hundred times. Oh my god. Oh man! And yeah. I've seen Big Trouble over like fifty or sixty times. That—that's what I mean. Oh, like that, when that's, I say, is that uh, that's uh, Tim Allen and yes. they were, Oh God! One of my favorite movie. movies ever. Oh, see, oh, you got, you got a that. friend, Joe. Yeah, love that, that movie. movie. We didn't oh, hate that movie. Eric God. and I gave that respectable scores. Oh, yeah. yeah, we thought it was a good movie. That's definitely. That's like a. That's like a, at least like I don't know, like a four point 
three or four, four something like that. Oh, you're speaking his language yeah, right now. Know. See, what do he's we got, got the there? book? That's oh. the book. The Big oh, that's the book. Oh. New York yeah. Times oh. bestseller. Exactly. Oh, I never. I didn't know there was a book. Oh, cool. Yeah, the oh, book's yeah, it's amazing. Based on a book by he's. Uh, Dave Barry's sort of like a an essayist he's, and a comedian. He's a, a humorist for the Miami Herald. A humorist, yeah, exactly. Um, he's got a shit ton of books and they're all fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, he's I a love funny him. dude. But he's Big Trouble's like, Big Trouble's just it's just <sighs> such a good fucking story. It yeah. really is. And see, so, I'm also a story person in movies. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about like visual effects or craziness like that. I just want a fucking good story. Yeah. And well, if, 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 it's dark if, if you're looking at uh, thinking man sci-fi, you should, if, obviously you have to put Gattaca at the almost the top of that oh, list. Gattaca's oh, a great yeah, movie. Dude. That's on my list. Yeah, that's yeah. A, being added to my list because that's a movie I'll watch anytime it's yep. on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm all about plot. I'm all about the story itself, and I'm all about dark, sick, fucked up comedy. <laughs> I like all I, of those things fair. as well, my friend. Yeah. So, Mark, I got it very quickly. We talked about flaws, finding flaws in anything, and I, I do agree with you, but I am going to examine David only because, you know, I, I love the way he looks. No, but I found out, I, I recently saw a trivia fact that, that Michelangelo, okay, when the way David's got his hand, his pinky is up, and, and it's true that there is a tendon in the arm that only that is only visible when the pinky's up. Michelangelo put that tendon in the statue. So... I think we might. I think that might be one thing we might be hard pressed to find a flaw. And I'm not saying there's not there's <laughs> yeah, not yeah. one there. Right, right. But that's how detailed he was in creating uh, my, the statue. Yeah. David. My man was sculpting tendons. Uh, yeah. I think. Yes. <laughs> that only appear when a, the pinky yeah. of all fingers is in a certain position. Oh, there so, it is. All right. There that said. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do we do? <laughs> I'm looking I'm at my lost. pinky now. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> it's late and I'm tired. So my, uh, Michelangelo did put a pinky on him though, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> a little tiny pinky. Sad. Well, we have a. We'd like to thank our show sponsor, Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm. If you are injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have any legal questions, just call Mo. If you're wondering how Morpheus's glasses stayed on the bridge of his nose, don't call Mo. Don't do it. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Uh, thank you, Mo. Yeah, we'll just call Mo.com. Uh, we'd also like to thank our patrons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These are the people who make this show. Uh, possible and uh, we really appreciate their support let's let's hit that list man yeah all right so we've got our founding member miss hannah christ uh yes mark that's my daughter (laughs) 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 who i'll I'll quickly tell the joke again we have different tiers and the second five dollar tier is called friends with benefits and my daughter would have given five dollars a month but she said there is no way i can be part of the friends with benefits tier in a show that my dad does so she gives she, she at that she time had she seen for, eric though stop <laughs> it dude dude i mean he's Cut just so handsome like it does it's, it's well, not he is i mean i i, I might even it transcends anything at that point i agree but switch yeah right so uh so yes we've got hannah christ we've got uh, mr pd bianco good friend of mine great guy former cam employee mark he's since retired but he's a cool oh. dude uh mr brian gower from the tone jerks and the second button podcasts yeah um mr will Lehu, my favorite person from tennessee well no him and michael mcveigh are, are absolutely dead even but anyway will is also joe and my co-host on the just surprise me podcast next we have mr tony DeGraw, fantastic human being um he is the host of the signal path 
Facebook and podcast group, as well as the Texas State Boggle Champs King of the Hill podcast that he co-hosts with our very own Joe O'Rourke. That's my um, purse. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to uh, do it. No, I get it. I get it. Um, we next we have the aforementioned uh, my, Mr. Michael McVeigh, fellow Tennessean. Um, I'll say it for Will Govals. And uh, last but not least, we have our newest member, uh, who we love very dearly, and that is Mr. Hugh G. Rection. Thanks, Hugh. <laughs> I was, I was, I was looking, I was looking at the Zoom oh, waiting for God. Mark's reaction to that. It was so great. Yeah, he's uh, he's subscribed to Patreon under that name. Mr. Rection is a fantastic human being and we yep. really appreciate his patronage he's headed in the right direction direction <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so if you would like to also become a patreon you can do so by going to patreon.com backslash motcu yes if you want as a, as a dollar a month a dollar a month if you Seriously. want to email us you can do that at the motcu at gmail.com yeah, you can subscribe for a dollar a month and still afford that coffee you get every day. We also have a YouTube now, it. the Masters of yeah, the Cinematic too. Universe. You can watch yeah. us. Uh, we need subscribers so we can get that uh, URL button down so it's easier to search for us. Um, yeah, so, I just yeah. want that that thing that goes that little fucking YouTube play button that goes on the wall. <laughs> Here you go, the plaque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're I think that. I think we need a few more than a hundred. Well, we don't even have a hundred yet. We got twenty now, but yeah. it's new, so we're growing. I think, right. it's 100, I think it's 100k to get that plaque. Yes, right? yeah. 100K, it's, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just being 60 cycle has it, but we don't. Do they really? <laughs> oh, they've got yeah, shit. They've got well over 100k, I oh, think, damn. at this point. Yeah, Fucking they're doing Steve. well. They're doing well. <laughs> and uh, and um, Steve. we got a Facebook group you could join, Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yeah, lots of memes and stuff, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah get your, get your uh, old pop up memes on in there. Um, but also start a, an interesting discussion. And if you yeah, have absolutely. movies you want to suggest, or if you would like to, uh, you know, jump on the show with us or whatever, just uh, we're open to it, man. Absolutely. So, uh, last but definitely not least, I want to genuinely thank uh, Mark for joining us. I had a fantastic time tonight. I really did. And yeah. you were so good. You're welcome back anytime. We'll figure it out. We'll get you back on if you're into it. Awesome. Because, yeah. no, this was, this was uh, the fun. discussion was great. And maybe we can redo and, Big Trouble and have more. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm 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 down. Yeah, all right. You know, what? Down. Think, let me check my schedule, but I think I'm busy that week. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything to plug uh, at all? Um. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I've actually I'm trying to grow my my business. I actually do graphic design. So nice. Uh, hey. If anyone needs graphic design, and it's uh, my specialty really is uh is uh corporate identity. So if you need a logo. With business card, uh, you can check them out at langartdesign.com. So Lang Art. So it's Langston and Art and took off the stun. So, yeah. <laughs> so looks like Lang- Langston and Art got married. Exactly. Langartdesign.com. So yeah. Uh, Excellent. Anyone looking for graphic design? Yeah. And um that's great. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of all I have the well, hey, Mark, you, you and Eric are kindred spirits. I, it's kind of hard to see, but over my head, these two pictures. Mm-hmm. That's that's Eric's artwork. Yeah, Eric, Eric's another oh. artist. I commissioned oh. the Iron Giant from him. He he had not done the Iron Giant previously, and he did that for me. Um, and now sells it on his website because it's so great. And then <laughs> that's uh, Doctor Strange, and there's more to come. So yeah, nice. You guys are up, come from the same world. 
Yeah, Absolutely, and then man. I have some terrible art that Eric makes for me that I keep <laughs> hidden that nobody could ever see because it involves Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. The art is great. <laughs> yeah. The actual art is wait, wait, great. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase it. Some amazing art with terrible concepts. Oh, terrible as in just foul, brave, foul, yeah. foul. Yeah. Think <laughs> if, if, if this is Joe's skill though. He can take the Rescue Rangers and turn it dirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. so dirty. That we, I don't even want to talk about it. If you want to see Mr. Correct. DNA, fuck Miss Minutes, maybe. <laughs> That's true. I, I did do it, yeah. Yes, yeah. that has been brought to life, Mark, by, by Eric uh, with a commission <laughs> oh, from Joe. Yep. But uh, yeah, well, your website, one more time. Um, so we Lang, langartdesign.com. He's Lang like, I wish I didn't design. give that out now. The judge has said that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> langartdesign.com. Check it out, folks. Check it out. Yep. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, yeah, there's only one thing left to do. Lights. Camera. Fuck off. Hey, guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh, yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we, Jeopardy. Are you, though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say, uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch uh depending on the tier that you sign up for oh we got all the tiers oh yeah you can either be a friend of the show a friend with benefits we just we could start to get serious or you could just put a ring on it already yeah and if you uh if you exceed that amount uh you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if if you want Not safe for your eyes, picks in my case, but not safe for anything, picks. Yeah, but yeah, guys, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way, from stickers to T-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah, the yeah. tiers started at a dollar, a dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it. Yep, one buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So come on, that's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal! Yeah, guys, right? check it out again. Patreon.com/slash motcu. And then enjoy this week's movie.